Good afternoon, everybody. Thank you so much for coming. My name is Carmen Tedeschi. I am the president of the Christian Fellowship Club here on the campus. There's about 40 clubs all together on the campus. And uh, we are sponsoring Dr. Augustine Son uh, to give this talk. We are also collaborating with the Action Social Political Empowerment Club, who is emphasizing the relationship of the Constitution and the Founding Fathers with God as the creator. Uh, so they have a little poster here. And uh, there are flyers here and also flyers for our club if you're interested. Okay, I want to uh, introduce um, Dr. Son. I want to tell you a little bit about him first. He's an associate professor at the University of Illinois in Chicago, doctor of family medicine. He teaches residents there medicine. He's also an elder in our church and a missionary, uh, South Korean by birth and a citizen now of the United States. He's married to his wife, Teresa, who's also in our club, and they have six children. Uh, he's going to talk about the history, the government, the separation of North and South Korea, um, the leaders since the separation, the current leader, the, uh, and several defectors' stories from North Korea. And he's going to say a little bit about the underground church as well. So please welcome Dr. Augustine Son to talk about North Korea. Thank you, uh, Ms. Tedeschi, for your kind introduction. Uh, we go to the same church. Uh, I have visited this campus in the past, uh, uh, several years ago, but the library is, seems to be uh, much better, uh, much better for you. Um, <clears throat> I have to say that uh, I'm not an expert of North Korea. Uh, also, my major is not history or economics. My major is uh, medicine. Uh, but I am uh, I'm born, I was born in Korea and lived there about 30 years. I uh, came here in 1987, so I lived in Korea about 30 years and here about 30 years. So I can say uh, something about Korea, Korean culture, history. Uh, and recently, as you are aware, a lot of uh, news about North Korea. So when Ms. Tedeschi asked me to talk a bit about North Korea, uh, I said yes, uh, without knowing uh, this huge audience before me. Uh, and, uh, and also, I'm not a good speaker, uh, but uh, I'm here today. The, uh, the early uh, 20th century of uh, Korean history is an interesting one because uh, Korea was annexed by Japan, 1910. Uh, turn of the, of the century, there, was, there are many uh, uh, great powers to influence Korea. So finally, between Russia and China and Japan and the United States, finally Japan won the competition and, and, and annexed Korea, 1910. Uh, so it, it lasted about 36 years until the end of war, World War II, 1945. Uh, at the end of the war, about a year before, the, the leaders of this uh, Britain uh, and United States, Russia met together in a small city, Yalta, in, right now is in a uh, Russian uh, town. Uh, and they decided the fate of Korea after the World War II. So they decided that uh, North will be uh, occupied temporarily by Russians and South by the United States. 
to disarm the Japanese army. So they went in, uh, and so it took about three years for both and south to, uh, initially they tried to have one government, uh, but it didn't work out because the different ideology between north and south. So 1948, south established their own, uh, more of a democratic, American-style, capitalistic, system-based government, that's south. 1948, the North developed uh, Soviet-backed uh, communist-based uh, uh, government. Uh, and so that was uh, the beginning. Uh, and uh, the North, uh, with the help of uh, the Soviets, uh, 1950, uh, they invaded uh, South. And it took only three years to capture Seoul. And within a few weeks, they almost uh, completely occupied South Korea. But uh, South Korea, uh, at the time, uh, the president was Mr. Lee. He talked to Truman, obviously. And the UN was involved. So UN uh, force uh, uh, was involved. Uh, and then they pushed north back to the, uh, the river uh, here, the second picture, river to the, the uh, Yalu River. Uh, and uh, so this is the, just this, uh, geometry. This is China. This is Korea. Korea is a, a peninsula. The sea, uh, east, west, and south. Japan is here. So this is 38 parallel line. And uh, north came down very quickly. Uh, it took maybe a few weeks to occupy most of Korea, except this Busan. And then uh, MacArthur landed with UN force here in Incheon, and they pushed back up to this river. And when they reached over here, the Chinese sent a million uh, soldiers uh, to the peninsula. So it took about uh, three years until they have uh, armistice. Uh, armistice is not the uh, peace treaty. So technically speaking, North and South, they are still at war. There's no peace treaty. Uh, they are still technically at war. So any part can attack the other. So that's the uh, uh, current situation. So North started, uh, uh, Kim Il-sung, the leader, uh, started the war. Uh, and after three years, uh, it has uh, armistice. Uh, Kim Il-sung had uh, a son uh, named uh, Kim Jong-il. So he ruled since 1977 until 2011 when he died of pancreas cancer. The second Kim had three sons. The first one was the, uh, uh, his name was Kim Jong-nam. Uh, he was recently killed uh, in, uh, I'm sorry, in, 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 uh, in, in, an, in an airport in Malaysia. Uh, his second son is Kim Jong-chul. Uh, he was regarded as a little bit girly, so he was excluded to be a future leader. Kim Jong-un, the third son, is the current leader. And he was appointed as four-star general and vice chairman uh, of the nation's Central Military Commission in 2011, 2010, and when his father died, 
he became uh, the leader uh, of the country. The, he has two policies, Kim Jong-un, the current leader, two policies. One is economic development. Uh, he wants to allow some private business. Uh, also, he continued to pursue a nuclear program. And so this uh, parallel policy uh, made him very, in some way, popular uh, in North Korea. So the, uh, according to South Central Bank, 2016 was very uh, a good year for the North because they have uh, economic development. Uh, however, uh, they still have a problem of food. Uh, and according to 2017 report, five, uh, two out of five people are undernourished and 70% of Koreans are still uh, suffering because they rely on food aid according to the UN report, uh, 2017. Uh, as I said, I don't have any direct uh, eyewitness information about North Korea, but there are several defectors, not several, thousands, uh, 31,000 defectors from North uh, for the last several years. One of them uh, is Ms. Ms. Uh, Sun Ok uh, Lee, which, whose picture I don't have. Uh, she was a college graduate, and after graduation, uh, she uh, worked for a, a government office where uh, she delivered uh, the goods for party members. But one day she was arrested, and she was accused of some, uh, uh, committed some crime. Uh, so she was sent to uh, prison and spent about seven years. Uh, even though she was a faithful communist party member, uh, she was accused and tortured. Uh, she also witnessed uh, what happened in uh, prison in North Korea. So, but she was uh, initially sentenced to death, but later life sentence, and then she was released after seven years. She was very uh, distraught uh, because of her experience as a person, and also what she saw in the prison. So when she was released, she and her son escaped to China, and later came to the South. And later she wrote a book based on her experience titled Eyes of Tailless Animals. Uh, this book was later translated in 2002 into English and she was invited to the U.S. Congress in 2002 and spoke about uh, what's happening in, prison, in the prisons of North Korea. And she was also invited by uh, the UN High Commission for Human Rights. So according to her, her book, uh, the prisoners were treated as enemies of the society and they could be tortured and killed uh, at any time. She, uh, in her book, she mentioned about uh, situations of uh, Christians. Uh, she witnessed the uh, death of eight Christians uh, in a factory. Uh, Christians were killed uh, by liquid iron of 1,200 Fahrenheit, liquid iron. Uh, and with that, uh, they were killed suddenly. And I'm quoting what she said. Suddenly, the smell of burning flesh assailed my nostrils, 
The bodies began to shrivel from the intense heat as the liquid metal burned right through their flesh. She witnessed many other prisoners who died by starvation uh, and forced labor. She said there were about 6,000 prisoners in uh, 18, 1987, but after seven years, uh, most of them uh, were not in uh, existence. So uh, she witnessed this uh, during her meeting with the US Congress and the UN High Commission uh, during her visit in uh, 2002. The other person is uh, Ji Sung Ho. Uh, Ji Sung Ho was a, a very uh, young man in 1990s, growing up in North Korea uh, during the time of famine. He was trying to steal some coals uh, from the railroad cars and get some food by selling uh, the coals. But he collapsed because he was so hungry and fell to the railroad track unconscious. He did not see the coming uh, train, so he was injured. His limbs were maimed under the train. He had uh, multiple operations. Uh, it took about eight months for him to recover. And during the operations, he didn't, they didn't use any anesthetics because they didn't have any uh, supplies of anesthetics. And his father took care of him for, the, for this uh, eight-month time period. And his father was very much stressed as well because of suffering uh, his son. Later, uh, Ji went to China to get some food uh, and came back. But when the North Koreans arrested him, they said, you're a disabled guy. Why did you, you know, leave the country and show the disability of our people? It is a shame for you to leave our country to show your disabled body to Chinese and other people. Uh, so they again uh, very badly treated. At this time, he decided to leave the country with his family members. So with uh, his family members, uh, they escaped to north. But his father uh, could not escape. He was captured, uh, tortured to death. So he showed up in uh, the State of Union address uh, and Donald Trump's uh, address. Uh, he, he said this crutch, uh, uh, he keeps this crutch to help him remember uh, the cruel injustice of North Korea. Uh, and he's working for human rights violation of the North uh, in South Korea. Uh, the Kim family, uh, there's other example of uh, Otto uh, Wormweimer, Wormbriar. Uh, the American uh, who was captured during his tourist trip to North Korea and came back as a comatose, as a coma person, as <laughs> in coma, and uh, he died a few days later. Uh, you can see his face uh, at the same address. Uh, I felt that that was the saddest face of a man. Uh, can you imagine that your son uh, visited some country, captured, and, and, and came back in coma and died in a few days. I have several, I have uh, uh, six children, uh, four are boys. I don't imagine one of my sons uh, to die like that. The Kim family has been a dictator family 
And the third Kim is the third generation. Uh, can you imagine that one family rules for 70 years? Uh, mm. uh, I'm not so sure whether I can bear. However, let me give you a brief story, background about the third Kim. Uh, he was said to uh, grow up and went to school in Switzerland for four years. Uh, and it is also reported that he liked computer games and basketballs. His hero is Michael Jordan uh, from uh, the Chicago Bulls. And his friend is uh, Dennis Rodman, who visits North Korea to his friend Kim Jong-un uh, several times. Uh, during his early years, he was helped by his uncle. But recently, as you heard in the news, he had his uncle killed in 2014 with 140 other members. His uncle uh, is, is promoting the idea, try, telling him try to cooperate with China to become better, Korea, North Korea to become a better country. But he didn't uh, like the idea. He also had his older brother, Kim Jong-nam, is also in the news, killed in 2017 uh, in uh, a Malaysian airport by nerve gas chemical in February 2017. Scholars, uh, so he, there's a report that his father, Kim Jong-un's father, before his death, said a few things to his son. You have to do you know, these things as a leader. One of them is never give up on the nuclear project. Uh, so that's, the, uh, that's why he builds up the nuclear capacity. There, have been, uh, there was six tests for the last several years. Out of six, four tests were done under Kim Jong-un. The last test was uh, a hydrogen bomb test. Uh, that's February, I'm sorry, September 3rd, uh, 2017. So North Koreans tried to use this nuclear as a negotiation chip to negotiate better in some way. And also they want to be recognized as a, a nuclear power. Okay, we may be small, but we, we have nuclear weapons. So, you know, just don't treat us badly. Uh, that may be uh, their uh, strategy. Uh, on the other hand, South, uh, uh, I didn't have a chance to talk about South. Uh, South adapted uh, a capitalistic system. I'm sure there are a lot of uh, negative aspects of capitalism, including corruption, etc. But uh, South is now 12th economy, largest economy in the world. And in my opinion, uh, is a democratic, prosperous country. Uh, and I don't think the U.S. can give up on the South without a fight, <laughs> if needed. So that's the tension uh, in East Asia between North uh, and South. I read a title of New York Times this morning before I came and saying that North Korea is willing to discuss giving up nuclear weapons. Uh, that's, to me, is a good news. Okay? So finally, uh, there, may, there may be some uh, uh, discussion going on uh, between, hopefully, between South and North, and also hopefully with uh, the United States. I want to talk briefly about the uh, underground church, uh, as mentioned. Um, 
the capital of the north uh, is Pyongyang. Pyongyang is uh, situated on the northwest part of uh, the peninsula. Pyongyang is the capital. Missionaries came through China, and Pyongyang was the center of Korean Protestant church before the war. 1945, there were about 15% Christian population uh, in the north. Um, so they called, you know, north, north were more Christians. But during the war, most Christians withdrew with uh, retreating U.S. Army. So after the war, and also church buildings were destroyed. The North claims that uh, by U.S. airstrikes. I think that's correct. So the about 70 churches in Pyongyang all destroyed. So after the war, with no church building standing, and also many church leaders and Christians retreating to the south, uh, North uh, doesn't have churches that we know uh, as of today in here or other countries. And also, uh, communist ideology was, is, is the opposite of Christian uh, faith. Uh, so in public, uh, they were ridiculed uh, uh, and antagonized because of uh, uh, ideology of communism. So the, what happened in North Korean uh, Christianity is that church goers uh, gone and they uh, met in small groups in the family homes uh, like this. So they said that about 10 people get together and uh, fortunately the other group has Bible. This, I don't know, is a Bible or something written. Uh, they rarely have uh, Bibles, uh, but they pray together in secret. So the, the churches and Christianities uh, in North Korea is like this, private uh, house church. And according to the woman Sunok's report, many Christians are in concentration camp. So in concentration camp, some Koreans and some house church members like uh, small group secret. Uh, the third maybe there are some new Christians who met uh, Christian workers in northern part of, I mean, across the river in China area. So there are many uh, Christian workers and missionaries who are working in, in China trying to help these uh, people who escaped Korea. They provide food, whatever is needed, and some, sometimes they share the gospel. So there are new Christians growing up, uh, being converted in, in China, and some people come down to North Korea to help uh, their own people. Uh, even though majority come to South Korea uh, to live in South. Um, um, as I said, I, I, I never have never been to North. Uh, I am uh, from South Korea. Uh, and my family lived in very South tip. So growing up, I never had any direct experience uh, of the war, Korean War. But Korean War said to be most uh, fierce uh, war with a lot of casualty. There are four million people uh, south only, including civilians died. 47,500 US soldiers were killed. I don't know how many were killed in Vietnam or Afghanistan. Much, much more numbers were killed in, uh, in, in Korea. 5,000 
uh, British soldiers died, uh, several other country soldiers, total 16 countries. Um, so I grew up in South Korea, and but I always felt that you know, I am a citizen of divided country. Country is divided, okay? So I didn't feel whole, whole. I, don't, I didn't feel well. My country is divided, you know, it's, it's very difficult. Uh, so uh, anyway, I came here uh, as I became a Christian when I was in college. I came here uh, as a physician and also lay missionary to my church with my wife. Uh, but so the division uh, has been for the last 65 years. And there is some sentiment between South and North saying that we are one Koreans. Uh, and some of you may have watched Olympic Games. Uh, they formed one uh, team, I think women's ice hockey team. Uh, so that part is going on. Has been the same people for 4,000 years, divided for 65 years. So in one aspect, we want to be one, just like your family. On the other hand, in my opinion, uh, North Korea is started with communism, but now it's, it's sort of a dictatorship. So uh, it's very hard for me to accept them as a fellow Koreans. I think they are uh, most of all uh, kind of terrorist group or dictators. Uh, so I'm not 100% sure that I feel the same way uh, with North Koreans uh, that I feel with other people. Average uh, men and women uh, in North Korea, per my reading, are victims, the citizens, and uh, prison inmates, and defectors. There are 30,000 defectors now living in South. They tell the story. There is a, uh, a show every week. Uh, they come to the broadcasting company and share their stories of life in the North. Uh, I visited South Korea last month for some other reason. Uh, and some people say that these defectors are true defenders <laughs> of the lifestyle of the South. Um, I don't know uh, what's going to happen in uh, the Korean Peninsula. But one thing, so it's, it's good to hear that there may be a talk, discussion. But one thing I can maybe share with you uh, is that many North Koreans crossed the border because they were hungry and for other reasons. Uh, but when they are captured in China, they are treated as criminals. They are not treated as refugees. So they are sent back to North Korea and they are treated very badly when they are sent back to North Korea. And they are treated as traitors, obviously. So their fate is maybe 100 times worse than before they deserted the country. So one thing I, th I, can, I can think about is uh, we as American citizens and residents, uh, we can, I don't know, use our political uh, power to talk to the government. And I, I hope China accept North Korean refugees as refugees. Uh, I'm sure they have their own internal uh, problem if they accept all North Koreans, all North Koreans may desert. So they have some sort of agreement, I think, between North Korea 
and China uh, to send all these people back to North Korea. You know, I, as a citizen of uh, the United States, uh, I think we, we see the strength of the United States in many different ways. Uh, one of my friends who is from China says, said, that, said to me that, well, within uh, 10 or 20 years, China will be real superpower nation in terms of money, uh, in terms of military force. I think that can be really true. Uh, but for me, United States stands for the right of individual human beings uh, to treat them well. Uh, as a Christian, I would say God-given right uh, to be fed, to not to be thirsty, not to be imprisoned, uh, not to be mistreated. So that's to me. I don't know how you feel about your, our country. To me, that's what we stand for. Uh, and I think uh, in some way we have a responsibility to uh, care for those people, okay? So maybe some negotiation is going on. Uh, but fundamentally, I hope that we have the same mindset. Uh, obviously, they are not well treated. Uh, they don't have to be rich and prosperous like all of us, but they need some uh, 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 right, uh, right, uh, some freedom uh, to move around, to travel, to worship God, uh, as opposed to their dear leader. Uh, to me, that's uh, idol worship. Uh, they are suffering. So uh, my prayer uh, is that they may be free uh, to live and to prosper like everybody else. Give them a chance uh, to live uh, and to prosper uh, as a human being. Uh, and on top of that, maybe worship God as they wish. Currently, only 1.3% populations are Christians. Uh, there may be the uh, different uh, aspect. Uh, but I strongly believe uh, that as a citizen, citizen of free world, uh, this country, uh, we have to remember uh, the North Koreans who are suffering under very serious, severe uh, system of dictatorship and imprisonment. Okay, thanks. And if you have any questions, I will try to answer as much as I can. I have a microphone. If there's questions, I'll come to you. Yeah. So we can all hear. You have a question? Okay, my wife has a question. <laughs> Yeah, so this, uh, this, uh, this is uh, the highest mountain is Baekdo. This is called the Yalu River, and this is a two-man river. But even though it's called the river, it's very uh, uh, not wide river. So people can uh, sometimes in and out. Uh, the Mr. G uh, crossed the river to, for food. So there are some uh, uh, soldiers guarding 
but they also said that with a bribe, because the reason is for food, they allow people in and out. But obviously, uh, could, be, could be very dangerous. But this is not a huge river, two-man river. It's like from here over there, maybe, depending on the season. Uh, so through the, uh, during the night, some people can escape and things like that. They get to China, they just travel. Uh, there's a, there are many cities. So around this area, I have other book, uh, a physician who settled uh, clinics around this area. So this area, many um, volunteer workers from the church and other humanitarian organization, they stay around here. They welcome and they take care of uh, these defectors. Be before, there are, before 2009, 70% well let's say 70% of, of people women were the victims of sex trafficking do you believe that 70% uh, they you know have uh, what a prostitution or the China because of one man policy not so many women for their wives so these women crossed the river became uh, the wives of very old Chinese men and there are stories about that too, and they, later they escape. So victims of uh, human trafficking, especially women, until 2009. After 2009, many uh, volunteer workers work around this area. When they met those people, led them to uh, South Korean embassy. So the, the, the rate of <coughs> victims of uh, sex trafficking decreased to 15%. Uh, so from 70% to 15%. Still there are women uh, try to you know, do something to get out of this, their poverty. Uh, the 30% of women say that their main reason to escape to China is because they are so hungry. They couldn't eat. Uh, men have some different reason, political reason and things like that. Um, thank you, first of all, for that great talk. Um, we all appreciate it. I know that for sure. Um, you kind of glossed over this, cause I was, but I was wondering um, what influenced you to convert to Christianity? It seems like such a big part of who you are and your identity. And I was interested in seeing how that came about. Yeah, I was a, uh, a college student in med school. My friend was a Christian. He followed me for one year or longer, asking me to study the Bible. And I had a girlfriend, I was smoking and drinking, and I was enjoying my, uh, my life. Uh, and I was not interested in. And I had a girlfriend who was in, from the United States when I was a second year in med school. She came to, uh, to Korea and said, she's very you know, nice looking. And, uh, but she said, you know, why, don't you, why don't you get uh, engaged and come to the United States? Uh, but she was sort of, you know, forgive me, that, that she was a little bit different than I, I expected. I didn't really think that I can be, she can be my wife. So anyway, I don't want to say the detail. Uh, so, but she left to the state. And I had uh, other girlfriends at the same time. And, you know, so I, it was very difficult for me. And there was rumor that in my club that I got engaged to this woman to, from the United States. So my current girlfriend was very, very mad and disappointed. Uh, so I uh, had two women let go 
at the same time. Uh, not my what happened. But anyway, so I was drinking. I was a little bit depressed. Came to my class, and one woman uh, showed me a Christian tract saying, you know, a surgeon from Michigan, how he became a Christian. And a few days later, my, my old friend who chased me for years came and asked me to study the Bible. And I said, yes, okay, but now, now is the time for me to, to do something, to, to read about it. So I read the Bible with him, and I was totally non-Christian. I didn't know anything about the Bible. But with my friend's help, I became a Christian after about a year later. If you're interested in I can tell you more, but this is different setting. So any other questions? That's, that's okay with you? I mean, the, do you understand how I become a Christian? Yes. I, I have a question. Could you talk a little bit about how the underground churches um, have come to existence in North Korea? Were they there prior to the war? Are there people that are bringing Christianity across <coughs> the border from South Korea into North Korea? Can you is that a family? The first part, I didn't. How, how are the, the underground churches that exist in North Korea, how did they, how were they established? Where mm -hmm. did they come from? Yeah. So they have, uh, as I said, 15% were Christians in the North. So during the war, 1951, they had to retreat the U.S. Army. Most Christians followed the army and went down to the South. So there was remaining Christians. At the same time, in public, Christianity was sort of uh, despised. So, and also, they were persecuted. There, there are ideologies that Kim Il-sung is almost God. You have to worship him, bow down. And so Christianity was, uh, couldn't practice Christianity in public. So in, in one sense, uh, they became underground churches. If they were found to be Christians, they were arrested and executed. So the number of Christians, actually, we don't know exactly how many, 1.3%. But recently, as I mentioned, some became Christians when they crossed the river. Christian workers worked there, uh, helped them to feed, uh, provide shelter. So they, uh, at the same time, they shared the gospel, uh, and they became Christians. Some people went back to North Korea to share the gospel. So the, I don't think we have uh, exact numbers, how many underground Christians are operating in the north. Yeah. Other questions? All right. How about one more round of applause? Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, I will stay here for a few more minutes if you have any questions. <laughs>